On today's episode of the Shoot It Straight podcast, we have my friend Amanda Warfield of Chasing Simple. She is a content marketing strategist, and we are going there today. And what we're specifically talking about is consistency. And if you have been around the Shoot It Straight podcast for any number of episodes, you know that I love consistency. So if you are struggling with your marketing plan, if you are struggling with showing up regularly for your business, or if you're struggling with the underlying issues that are maybe holding you back from talking about your business regularly, today's episode is definitely going to be for you. Welcome to the Shoot It Straight podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Gebhardt. Here, I will share an honest take on what it's like to be a female creative entrepreneur while balancing business, motherhood, and life. Myself, along with my guests, will get vulnerable through honest conversations and relatable stories because we're willing to go there. If you're trying to find balance in this exciting place you're in, yet willing to talk about the hard stuff too, the Shoot It Straight podcast is here to share practical and tangible takeaways to help you shoot it straight. Welcome back to the Shoot It Straight podcast. Today, we've got my friend, Amanda Warfield, and I'm really, really excited because Amanda and I got connected on the Instagram, I don't know, maybe a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. I don't know, time flies. And um, she has taught in my group and I have been on her podcast and now it's her turn to be on mine. And so this is one of those situations where we followed each other online and now we've gotten to kind of know each other. And it's really fun because it's going to make the conversation just like friends, right? We're like old friends at this point. So Amanda Warfield is in charge of Chasing Simple, the podcast, the business. She's got a content planner. She's got a book coming out. I hope it's okay that I say that. Um, she does so many cool things. And she also has another hustle where she is a Disney travel agent, which is like so rad. Um, anyways, that is just a little bit about her, but I'm going to let you introduce yourself. First of all, I'm so excited. And it's funny because I have zero like placement in time of when we got connected, but the I last know. like three years have just been this time warp where yeah. everything happened all at the same time. Basically it feels like, yeah, yeah. It's really hard. I feel like now that I'm not on, like a student in school, I'm like, when was that exactly? <laughs> you know, it's really hard. And if there isn't some like anchor in time, right. some big thing that happened. I have right. no clue when anything happened. Totally. Totally. But for those that haven't met me yet, I'm Amanda Warfield. I'm a simplicity focused content marketing and launch strategist. And like Sabrina said, I'm the host of the chasing simple podcast, my book, which will also be titled chasing simple because I'm not creative and naming things, um, is also coming out this summer, which I'm really, really excited about. And I know Sabrina actually has gotten to read a yeah. very early draft of it, which is really fun. Um, so yeah, we, we've done a lot together. We have. I'm just realizing this now. Yeah, just- we've done a lot together in just however long it's been. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, so today we are chatting about something really fun that Amanda knows all about. And I... I like to think I know a little bit about, but she's the, she's the mastermind here. So it's going to be a great conversation, but before we dive into today's topic, back up and tell me how you got started in business and like what your trajectory has been. Yeah, absolutely. So when I started my business back in 2018, which is crazy that it's almost been five years, but <laughs> back in 2018, started my business, I was actually teaching on capsule wardrobes. 
and simple living. And that was what I was really passionate about at the time. I was super excited to be able to like, oh, I can create courses online. I was also a teacher. So it was like, oh, I can take my educational background and do that online with something I'm super passionate about. How cool is that? And so I started a blog, started a business and was talking about Cap's wardrobes and simple living and things like that. And at some point kind of veered more into time management. And then I started noticing that other entrepreneurs really struggle with time management because they lack that structure, right? We, we can do whatever we want at any given time. And so I started teaching on that more. And that turned into this topic of consistency with your content marketing, which is what we're going to talk about today. And I had created this system for myself for creating a month's worth of content at one time. In one week, I was able to batch out a whole month's worth of content. And then I could spend three weeks not worrying about marketing myself, which was really, really nice. And I happened to share about that on Instagram one day and people lost their minds. I had never gotten so many messages before. And it made me sit back and go, oh, okay, this is actually a problem that other people have too. It's not just me. And so I started talking more and more about content batching and that just kind of evolved into this full love of marketing. So it's really funny that really the core of my business as it is today started with this topic of consistency. Yeah, that's so cool. I love how you were so in tune with your audience and you picked up that little nugget of oh, this is where things are going to go, right? I love that you were super aware. I want to say, I want to pat myself on the back for that, but honestly, it was so obvious because I had significantly more messages than I had ever gotten before. I mean, I people left and right were DMing me about this and I was like, oh, okay, let me try it again. And so then I posted about it again and the same thing happened. And I posted about it again, the same thing happened. And that was when I was finally like, all right, they're hitting me over the head with this. I should- yeah. I should move towards this. Yeah, no, I love that. I love it. So before we get really deep into this conversation, we're talking about consistency and marketing, but why don't you define for me like what you're going to, what you're calling marketing for this female creative small business entrepreneur? So good because I, this is what I struggled with. When I first started my business originally, I was like, I'm terrible at marketing. I suck at it. And now it's what I do for a living. Yeah. Marketing is such a vague term. We hear the word marketing and we're like, yeah, I mean, I kind of know what that is, but like, what is it really? All it is, is using, and if we're talking specifically content marketing, using content that we're creating to get the word out about our businesses. So marketing is just whatever it is that you're doing to let other people know that your business exists. And it's really as simple as that, but there are so many different facets of marketing that we can get really overwhelmed by it. Yeah. And that overwhelm is a really big part of the problem. And I'm sure we're going to talk about it today. So when we start talking about consistency in marketing, right? Consistency in selling ourselves, consistency in putting ourselves and our business out there, like what does that even look like? Right? Like what does that mean? Yeah. So good. A lot of times we look at marketing experts and those those bigger business owners that we look up to and we see them talking about best practices for any individual content platform. Oh, well, if you post to Instagram stories five times a day, you're going to continue to show up best in people's feeds. And if you post at this time, yada, yada, yada. We look and we hear people talk about these best practices and we think, okay, well, I, as a solopreneur, a very small business owner, maybe I have a small team. I need to work to those best practices. I've got to show up all the time, create a ton of content, and that's how I'm going to grow my business. But in reality, 
that's great for those businesses that have large teams. I have a couple of clients that have massive teams, like 10, 20 people. They're the kind of people that can put out YouTube and podcast and blog and TikTok and Instagram because they have other people on their team doing that for them. They're creating the bare minimum of that actual process. They're not doing the entire full from concept to scheduled, right? They're just doing the littlest bit. And so they're able to put out a ton of content, but most of us are just these, these small baby business owners. Yeah. And it's not realistic. And that's how we end up in even more overwhelm. We end up burning ourselves out on our content, which just consistency is gone at that point, right? We're done. We're ghosting. And so what consistency actually means is setting a schedule that you can stick to. And that's realistic for you, whether that's showing up daily on Instagram stories or whether that's showing up once a week, whether that's putting out a new podcast episode every week or whether it's putting one out once a month. It doesn't really matter the rate that you're showing up as long as you're showing up when you say you're going to. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I I mean, I think it's so important to set realistic expectations for yourself. I mean, just from the sole fact that like, we are all in different seasons of life, right? Like I have three kids, you have no kids, you know, some of us are single, some of us are married, some of us are um, divorced. Some people have health issues or, I mean, it's, it's all plays a part in what you can manage and trying to run your business the same way. Like you said, as people who have this massive team, it's it's like not fair. It's not fair to yourself. You know, it's like the, the same where people are like, Oh, Beyonce has the same 24 hours in a day as you No, she doesn't. Nope. She absolutely does not. She's got like 10 other people's 24 hours. Yeah. Right. Like she's got a whole team that are helping her and you know, it's in theory, it's a great sentiment, but realistically, no, it's not the same. It's definitely not the same. And not only does showing up consistently and when you say you will, it's good for your mental health. One, it's good for your own overwhelm, but it also builds the no like, and trust factor with mm-hmm. your audience. When they know, Hey, Sabrina's going to show up every Tuesday with a new podcast episode. I don't know if that's when your podcast actually goes live, but when I know that every Tuesday, when her new podcast episode goes out. When I go my morning walk, that's what I'm listening to on Tuesday mornings. And it sets up this rhythm where they know, oh, I'm going to have her in my earbuds every Tuesday morning. And I trust that that new episode is going to come out. But if you say, I'm going to show up every Wednesday, and then you skip a week, well, your people are going, where's your episode? And if you think they're not paying attention, they are, because I can guarantee you the times where my, I've had a tech issue and an episode hasn't gone out, it's all these DMs. Hey, um, this week's episode's not out. Uh, what's going on? And even, and I'm over here like, no one listens to my podcast. <laughs> like, why would they listen? I get those DMs, even if this is a little small time creator. And so it's so important that you show up when you say you're going to, because your people really do pay attention to that. And they really do say, Hey, this is when I'm listening to this podcast and I've got a routine around it. Totally. And here's the thing about consistency and like, what is realistic for you? I know I'm going to get asked, how do we decide what's realistic for us? Like, how do we learn? How do we figure that out? Is there a starting point that you recommend? And then like, what's the process? The starting point that I typically recommend is do your best to lay out what you feel like is a realistic plan for you. Look at the amount of content you have been putting out. So maybe your goal has been every other week for your podcast and you've 
sometimes been meeting it and sometimes not. Okay, so every other week's not realistic. What are we gonna do? We're gonna take that back to once a month. But I tend to say, okay, lay out your plan, what you think is realistic, and then cut it in half. And that's always, every time I run mm. Club Content Batching Live, that's where I get these like shot faces. Like, oh my gosh, what? Yeah. I get cut it in half. You can always add bonus content in. You can always increase once you're in a rhythm. But it's so much better to put out less content on a consistent basis than to aim for more content and end up inconsistent because people are going to stop paying attention if they don't feel like they can trust you. Okay, that is such gold. Um, another reason why I love that is I am constantly telling people like we underestimate how long everything takes, right? Like we're like, oh, I can bang out a whole month's worth of post in a couple of hours. And I'm like, no, you can't, <laughs> you know, or we think just writing a really solid blog post will take, you know, one morning. And I'm like, well, you know, it, everything takes longer and whether it's because we're not in a rhythm or we're not doing it in a, in a bad schedule. And that's a whole other conversation, but things take longer. And we totally uh, underestimate how long it takes us to do things well. Well, and we, what we, we think is we're like, oh, in the best, most ideal scenario, it's going to take this time, right. but you don't account for the fact that you didn't sleep well last night yeah. or that you ran out of coffee and you didn't have your typical cup this morning or that your kid's homesick from school. Right. There's so many factors that go into play when you sit down to do any given task your pet is driving you crazy and wants attention. You know, like you never know what's going to be happening. And so to say, oh, I'm going to be able to knock out this in this many hours, it's always better to underestimate than it is to overestimate. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So if I'm going to start, like if I'm going to commit to consistency in my marketing, okay, and you've already said like make your dream schedule and then cut it in half. So then what, like, what am I starting with? What does that look like? Like, how am I creating that rhythm where I can actually be consistent? Yeah. I always recommend to set aside a dedicated amount of time ahead of time. So again, for some it's a week, some it's a couple of days, whatever that looks like, but set aside a rhythm where the third week of every month is going to be a week where you're working strictly on marketing. Maybe the first weekend of a month is where you're going to be working on your marketing, but set that aside and then mark it off on your calendar for the entire year. Protect mm -hmm. that time because what ends up happening is over and over again with my students. Oh, I set up my batch weeks, but then I scheduled a dentist appointment that morning, or I, oh, I had a meeting that I, I needed to really attend. And I, I ended up doing a bunch of meetings that day. And then I just didn't have time for batching, protect that time and make it a priority so that you have the time to sit down and focus and knock some work out without having to go, okay, well, I've got an hour before this thing and 30 minutes here and this little bit of time here, stop trying to squeeze it in and make it a priority because your business needs marketing. It just, it, it's got to be a priority in some level. And it doesn't mean you need to spend all your time marketing, but you need to do some marketing. I love the protecting the time because I mean, we will protect our schedule when it comes to client meetings or working with other people. But when it comes to just when we're working with ourselves, quote unquote, you know, when we're the ones that have to sit down and do it, we don't protect that time. And it's really kind of sad because just like you said, like our business needs some sort of marketing. Okay. Whether you're going to be on social media or an email list or blogging for SEO, like you have to do something, you have to do something for people to find you. And when we are not 
committing to doing that consistently and allowing us to have that time to do it. It's, it's like, we're not giving our business our best, right? Like we're not putting, we're not going all in. We're just kind of like, Oh, nobody's finding me. I'm not getting leads. I'm not getting the kind of leads I want. I'm not getting, well, what have you been doing lately? You know, the number one complaint people have is I'm not getting leads and I'm not seeing sales. Okay. Well, when was the last time you showed up in your content and talked about that service? When was the last time you showed up on Instagram stories and told people about your course? If you're not talking about it, they don't know about it. Today's episode is brought to you by Root to Rise, a four-month mastermind and retreat for female photographers that is where personal development meets business growth. During the four-month experience, students have weekly calls focusing on a variety of topics that both better their lives and their businesses. Think topics like goals, boundaries, money, and marketing, and many, many others. The program also includes incredible guest teachers, a private Facebook community, and weekly Voxer hours, where you get individualized guidance and mentoring from me on topics that matter to you and your business. One of the best parts of the experience is definitely the three-day in-person retreat. Consider this the most fun girls weekend ever. We eat well, do yoga, photograph three sessions, work through portfolio reviews, take headshots, and build deep friendships. I can tell you that the women who have gone through this program have had some absolutely incredible transformations, reached massive goals, and changed the trajectory of their businesses. If you want to get on the wait list to be notified when enrollment opens again soon, you can head over to the link in the show notes and get on that list. And now back to the episode. Okay. So most shoot it straight listeners know at this point that I love to really get to the why behind the thing we're talking about. That's just, that's what this, that's what this podcast is all about. The why, like I like to get to the underlying issue because I think a lot of it is the same. It doesn't matter if we're talking about pricing or marketing or imposter syndrome or whatever it is, fill in the blank a lot of the struggles, their internal struggles that we have, right? The thing about it is with entrepreneurs, like we are our business. And so if we're having mindset struggles or battles with things, right? It carries over. It carries over from personal to business. So why do you think creative entrepreneurs struggle so dang much with consistency? I think there are three main reasons. One is the overwhelm and just the mental aspect of, well, I haven't set aside the time to prioritize this and it's on my to-do list, but you look at your to-do list and you go, gosh, there's so much to do marketing. That means I got to figure out what I'm going to say, where I'm going to say it. I'm going to actually say it. I've got to, you know, there's so many tasks that go into post to my stories today. That's not a simple task. And so we overwhelm ourselves by not protecting that time and being intentional with our marketing. I think another thing is that imposter syndrome of, oh, who am I to talk about this thing? Even if we're doing the thing with our clients. Like our clients are happy. They love what we're doing. We still feel, uh, why? No one wants to hear from me. So we've got that imposter syndrome. And then I think the third thing that can hold a lot of us back is that we feel bored Mm. with talking about the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, that's huge. And it's, 
it's something that like, I know you teach your students and I teach my students, but yet I still struggle with, and I'm sure you still struggle with too. Like you're aware of it, but it's still a problem. We do. We feel like we're talking about the same dang thing all the time to all the places. And there is that level of boredom. So I love the overwhelm, the imposter syndrome, and the boredom. Do you have any tips for combating any of those things when it comes to pushing through and marketing your business anyways? Well, we've talked a lot about combating the overwhelm. So mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, set yeah. aside that time, be intentional with it. Right. As far as imposter syndrome, I wish I had <laughs> other than just do it. Right. Um, right. Th- that's just one of those things where you just, you show up even when you don't want to. And that's not to say yep. show up all the time, but even when you're like, why would they listen to me? You show up and you do it anyways. Writing a book. If you want to learn about imposter syndrome, <laughs> write a book, guys. I, it's rough. Um, and so I don't have any answers for that one other yeah. than just, it is a thing that we all yeah. struggle with yeah. and you're not alone, but boredom. I actually recorded a podcast episode about this today. Oh, cool. So the biggest and easiest thing you can do is to really pay attention to messaging when you sit down to prepare to play in your content. So before you even decide what you're talking about and when you're talking about it and what your strategy is for the next month of content, ask yourself one what's happening in my niche right now? What is happening that's affecting my people that I could talk about? So for example, let's say it's November and you know, okay, well in November, if I, if I'm business to business, I know that I, all of my audience members are in full on sprint right now. All of us in the business space, November is a sprint. So based on whatever I talk about, how can I mix that idea of this is going to be a sprint month where everyone's really busy. How do I mix that into my messaging this month? If you are a family photographer, maybe you are in November, you probably have already done Christmas minis, but let's pretend you haven't. Maybe that's, you know, like, oh, Christmas minis are coming up November. People are going to really want to make sure that they're thinking ahead for Christmas cards. That's going to, you're going to mix in your messaging based on what's happening during whatever month it is. And then there's so many other ways you can take that too. If it's like, you know, AI, chat GBT, that's all a big thing right now. Right. For those of us that are copywriters and content creators, there's the whole, oh, they're going to take your job. That's a whole conversation that's happening in my niche right now that I can take and mix into my messaging of how do we use this to keep it simple in our marketing, right? So paying attention to what's happening in your niche and in the world around us. That's a great way to mix some new, fresh ideas into a consistent message that you're already talking about. And then the other thing to pay attention to is pop culture. So what's happening in pop culture right now that you can just slip in as a reference, not to change your messaging, but just to reference. So recently the Prince Harry book, that has been a big thing that's been all over everyone's feed. How can you make a reference to something being the spare or I don't know, you know, just a little a little sentence inside your content and copy to, to make it feel fresh and new, even though it's the same thing you've always said, you've just got a new reference in it. Yeah. I love that. And number one, like we're all creatives. So this should be like a fun twist on how can I talk about this in a new way, but also even if, even if you do have those super loyal listeners and followers that do hear you talking about it over and over again, the new reference, the new twist, the new way you word it could hit them in a way that it's never hit them before. And maybe all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh, I do want to work with her. Oh my gosh, I want that experience, right? Like it, it can land differently too. I love that. 
Well, you think about, we go back and we rewatch TV shows and we rewatch movies and those don't change. They don't get any new updates. And yet we still go, Ooh, I've never noticed that before. Yeah, totally. And so just imagine a different example or a different reference and what that can do for someone who's listening or watching. Yeah, that's such a great point. I mean, that happens every single time you rewatch a movie or you read a book, a, a, a book again, right? Anytime you're revisiting the same thing, you pick up on different stuff. So that's so smart. Um, I love it. So if anybody is listening right now and they are just struggling because of all the things and the overwhelm and the to-do list and the running the business and wearing all the hats, right? What is something they can take away today, this week to start to implement consistency in their marketing without making the overwhelm worse? Mark the calendar. I want everyone, if you don't already set aside time for your marketing, go to your calendar and for the rest of the year, set aside a little bit of time each month that is strictly for marketing and put washi tape over it, put a sticky note, whatever, so that you can't add new things to the calendar for those days. So that is strictly for your marketing. If you do nothing else after this interview, go do that. Girl, same. That is like my favorite. That is my favorite thing, whether it's marketing or goals or white space or anything. I'm like, if you don't put that stuff on your calendar, you, it's a daydream. It is a daydream that is never going to come to fruition, you know? So that is such a great tip. That's such a great tip. Okay. Um, I've got four kind of rapid fire questions that I love to end with. So what is your current favorite coffee shop order? I am so basic cinnamon dolce latte from Starbucks every time. Okay. Love it. Basic is good. You know what you want. It's available all the time. Love it. Um, okay. Dream vacation. You cannot say Disney. You cannot say anything Disney related. <laughs> okay. Well, um, no Disney Paris or Disney Hong Kong. Okay. Cause I know that's where you're going. That's where I was going. <laughs> um, oh, that makes it so hard. Honestly, probably the beach again. I'm just any amazing. great beach. Yeah. Hey, hey just, there's nothing wrong with a great beach. The ocean in my ear. Yeah. Not, not, I don't want to get in the ocean, but like, I want to sit there with the book and the sun and be a lizard. And yeah. Yeah. Well, and it like literally forces you to relax because there's like only so much to see and do, which is really great, which it's is so really nice. great. Okay. Have you been to Disneyland Paris before? No, I haven't done any of the international. Ones. Oh my God. It's so cute. Like literally when you go on, it's a small world and it's in French. You're like, this is the most charming thing I've ever been on. It's so cute. It's so cute. We went there. Um, when I was pregnant with my first, we went on our baby moon to Paris and we had originally, so it wasn't supposed to be a baby moon. It was supposed to just be a vacation and it was supposed to be 10 days to Paris and then a couple of places in Italy. And we were going to bounce around. And, um, then I got pregnant and I was in, it was at the tail end of my first trimester or the very beginning of the second trimester. And I was still like, felt just gross and sick and did not feel good. And so I, um, we were like, okay, well, we're still going. Cause we've like set aside time for this amazing vacation, but let's just cut all of Italy out. And we're going to do 10 days just in Paris. We're not going to go anywhere. Highly recommend because if you're the kind of person that likes to like see all the historic sites and like, why wouldn't you, we did one site a day. We took an afternoon nap every day. And then we like wandered around like a local. And so it was like the slowest, most magical vacation. Anyway, the last day we were like, we've seen everything let's go to Paris Disney. So we hopped on the train and did it just on a whim. And it was so fun. See, we're planning a trip to Japan right now. 
Amazing. I, of course, was like, well, we're going to Tokyo Disney. And my husband and I, you know, I had to argue for two days. There's two parks. I have to go to, but when are we going back to Japan? Right, right. Uh, So hopefully- No, you totally should. Oh, I bet Tokyo Disney is so cute with all the anime stuff. It's the best one. Yeah, I bet it's awesome. Oh my gosh, I bet it's awesome. Okay. Um, Okay, when you think back over the course of your business, what was the decision or the investment that was the biggest game changer for you? The first- group coaching program I invested in and not because the program itself was, I mean, it it was incredible, but not because of that, but because it was the one, the first time that I had ever like invested in myself. And two, it's when I really started to create friendships within this online business space. And that for me was something that I was missing for a good two and a half years of being a business owner was I was doing it all in a bubble yeah. and that did nothing for me mentally for the business. Like right. starting to figure out, Oh, like it's really cool to have people in my corner. So that I think that for me was the biggest game changer was just realizing like how important relationships were. Totally. And that's such a good point. I mean, I will always say that like the big education investment is always the game changer in my opinion. But when you look at it from the side of like community and friendship. I think so many new entrepreneurs are in that space of loneliness, even if they wouldn't say they were right. Like, I don't think they may, I don't think they necessarily identify that like, Oh, I'm all by myself and I'm sad until they're on the other side. And they're like, Oh my gosh, what was I missing? Right. Yeah. yeah There's totally. just something about having people that get what you do and you don't yeah. have to explain. I don't know if you listen to, um, Haley Gaffin and Brie Pear's new podcast there, the episode this week, yes. where they were sharing about how their husbands just like, don't even tell people what they do because no one would get it. Like, right. Yes. Like, this is why having 100%. friends in the business space is so important because my people ask my husband what I do. And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. Um, I get it so much. Okay. If you were not in content marketing and coaching and now an author, what do you think you'd be doing? I'd probably still be teaching. I mean, that's what I was doing before. Um, I, I very much am passionate about education. And so I, in some capacity, I would be teaching. I don't know if I'd still be in a classroom, um, but maybe teaching somehow within my church or something. I don't know, but something education, which I, I know is you were like outside of education, but <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. You know what I meant outside of like business education. The online so, space, yeah. yeah, no, I love that. Okay. Education of some sort. I love it. So why don't you go ahead and share how everybody can connect with you in the future and reach out to you? Yeah, probably best place is Instagram. Um, I'm, I'm pretty consistently showing up in stories there and you'll see lots of cute cat stuff. So that's always good, but I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Love it. And we're going to have all the links and everything in the show notes. So thank you so much for being here today. It was so fun chatting. Um, I love all of our little tangents we went off on. I knew we would. I knew it was going to be a great conversation. So thank you for being here and uh, we'll see you next time. Okay. Thank you for having me so much. Thanks so much for listening to the Shoot It Straight podcast. You can find all the full show notes and details from today's episode at sabrinagebhart.com backslash podcast. Come find me and connect over on the gram at Sabrina Gebhardt Photography. If you're loving the podcast, I'd be honored if you hit that subscribe button and leave me a review. Until next time, my friends, shoot it straight.